super excited to bring Don Booth on to the show. Um, tell me a little bit about what you do. So um, I'm an event planner and designer, um, as well as bartending services. And recently, um, just last year, because of COVID, um, I am now an ordained minister. <gasps> that I didn't know. <laughs> yep. That's exciting. Surprise. <laughs> so does that mean you can, okay. I'm very dumb when it comes yes, to this I can stuff. Marry people. No, no, I get that you can marry people, but can you do it virtually? Yes, I can. <gasps> you can? Okay, so is the jurisdiction strictly for Florida or how does it work? So um, is lo- the jurisdiction is as long as they accept um, ordained ministers. So I, as, as long as it's like ordained, because uh, I'm ordained through a church. So if the state allows ordained ministers, then yes, I can, I can be their minister. So, but if they, otherwise it would have to be, um, it would have to be in person and right here in the state of Florida. That's amazing. So, so what prompted you to become an ordained minister was because of the pandemic? Well, originally a long time ago, I was, I was already looking into it. Um, but I just hadn't gotten around to doing it. And then, um, I guess I was starting to work on it in 2019. Um, that's also when I launched my virtual bridal show. Uh, so, cause, so we started doing a lot of stuff virtually anyway, well before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I guess I was a little bit ahead of my time. <laughs> so, you knew before COVID was even a thing. <laughs> I, you know, I have no idea, but uh, I know that we launched our virtual bridal show in September of 2019. Now, what prompted you to launch a virtual bridal show? So the virtual bridal show was because I had a lot of clients who could not attend uh, the bridal shows. Uh, They were really missing out. Um, I would say probably about 90% of my clientele is destination weddings. So destination wedding couples obviously would not be here to, to attend the bridal shows and things like that. And with our full planning services, um, we actually go to these shows with them. We go, we, get, we do everything with them. We're literally like their best friends standing by their side, doing every little thing that possible um, with them. Uh, so I started thinking, I was like, and, and the other part that got me to do the virtual bridal shows is that I was noticing on um, Facebook and some of the social media platforms that there was a lot of scams going on. And so, um, I decided that I was going to be a planner that was going to offer, you know, uh, this free bridal virtual bridal show to help these people not get scammed and to actually find legit, real, um, businesses, real vendors, that are, you know, 4. Uh, 4.8 stars or higher um, and that are legit businesses and that would take care of them and know that they were not going to stick them on their wedding day. So it was very important to me um, to make that happen. And so we launched our virtual bridal show on September 5th, I believe. And that was in 2000, 2019. Okay. Um, 2020 came around and obviously, (laughs) 
nobody knew the pandemic was happening. And so um, we obviously kind of like set that, set that aside for a little bit. Um, so started a cooking show to help people learn to cook um, because I was like, well, I was, it was brought to my attention that people did not know how to cook. So we also offer uh, private, uh, well, we also offer uh, private chef services. So I started um, a cooking with Chef Don uh, show to kind of help people who didn't know how to cook to learn to cook and gave them like the basics and getting into recipes and how to transform leftovers into a brand new meal and things like that and just kind of help out with that. So all of our shows are really to just try to help the general public and uh, mostly it's educating and information. Okay. So if you can't go to an event, you're going to have your event at home. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but back to the officiant services, um, we, I decided to become an ordained minister because uh, when COVID hit, I, you know, I did about my two weeks of boohooing. Um, I was not, you know, my business um, nor myself was eligible for any form of help from the local government to the federal government. So it was either I put on my big girl pants and move forward and try to figure it out uh, to survive, or it was to die basically and have my company, um, you know, do unfortunately what some other companies have had to do and shut the doors. I chose to move forward and decided to pivot a bit. And so officiating services was definitely one of those pivots um, because people were not going to stop getting married. So the weddings might stop, you know, and the social gatherings might stop, the corporate events might stop, but the people getting married is not going to stop. So that's where the officiating services came in. That's really smart because they say that the two things that people will never stop doing is they will never stop getting married and they will never stop dying. So if you're doing something in the wedding industry or something in the death industry, you'll always have a job. <laughs> that's exactly true. You're absolutely right. So, Well, I think uh, it's brilliant yeah. that you decided to, to go the ordained minister route because I mean, just the idea that you can take that and not just do in churches or whatever, you could do the outdoor stuff and small gatherings and things like that. So you can keep your business going. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I always have, a, I always have a saying, so it's either adapt to the times or be left behind. Ooh, that's going to be a little soundbite that I'm totally going to cut and use somewhere because it's brilliant. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so what I wanted to bring you on here for, and uh, we kind of talked about this previously, is that I wanted to jam on why wedding vendors need to be blogging. And so I wanted to know just right off the bat, what do you think about that statement? Uh, it's extremely important. Like it's ridiculously important. I didn't know the, I didn't know the importance until we started doing, now I don't blog as much as I should, but I can honestly tell you, I see a huge difference in just the, um, in just the traffic flow to our website and to the phone calls that we get just from blogs. Blogging is ridiculously important. It's probably more important than anything else right now. So, uh, and vlogging. Um, so yes. the whole video, I can honestly tell you, just by doing our virtual bridal show, we have seen an influx in, and it's not just because of COVID, but this was happening in 2019, just from the, just from having the virtual bridal show, you know, which is something like a blog, you know, uh, or I should say a vlog because it's video blogging basically. So mm -hmm. I'm basically just 
you know, putting this vendor out there and, and, you know, telling the importance of this particular vendor and, and, you know, giving them insight and all that other kind of stuff. And so we just recently launched a blog, a rather large blog. It was an article about um, uh, how uh, it was the Florida summertime wedding survival guide. And it was, it went crazy. We had well over 2000. Oh, yeah. we lost you sorry about that that's okay <laughs> we had um we had well over 2,000 viewers like right off the bat and so that was instant uh we we posted it the blog to social media and that got so much attention it was ridiculous so so yeah it's if you want to get traffic and you're looking to you know get more exposure uh blogging vlogging getting on other people's blogs, you know, such as what we're doing right now, it's definitely important for any vendor, uh, any company for that matter, not just people in my industry. And so. Absolutely. In fact, the, uh, the, the survival guide is one of the things that prompted me to want to do this interview with you. Um, because <laughs> it, it, no, I'm actually serious because one of the big things that I find, um, in my day job as a ghostwriter is I come up with so much pushback. I mean, all these business owners are like, well, no, I just need to be on social media. I just need to put it on Instagram. And it's like, yeah, but the problem is you don't own it. And if you're trying to drive yeah. someone to your business and censored, it's also censored. Yes. And not only that, as it's coming up in the feed, as soon as you've posted it, yeah, you might get a little bit of engagement, but then it's gone. Whenever it's on your blog, it's still on your blog. It's still on your website. And so Mm -hmm. that's one of the big things is I'm interviewing um, multiple different industries. I I just uh, got off with a, uh, an athletic director coach. Uh, She teaches athletic directors, why they need to be podcasting and podcasting is the new blogging, if we're being honest. And, um, Mm -hmm. I've spoken to a travel agent and I've spoken to a a food blogger and I spoke to a fashion blogger and it's like every industry, like you said, it doesn't matter what your business is. If you have a blog, you're giving yourself so many opportunities to be found. And so I'm kind of curious, how do you come up with your blog post ideas? Like what, what is it that prompted you to write the survival guide? So, because, um, we typically don't have a ton of uh, summertime weddings. So summer, uh, the, the, the June bride is a Northern thing, not a Southern thing. So because down here, if anybody's ever been down here, or the people who are from here know it is hot. It is so hot. It is ridiculous. It is like, I can attest oh to that. Gosh. I got, I got married on July 29th, you know, yeah. so you know, and I'm not saying that we don't have weddings during the summer, but they're very rare. They're very few and far between. Our our typical um, uh, bridal season um, is, or I should say wedding seasons. We have two wedding seasons in, uh, down here in Florida. We have our first wedding season is at the beginning of the year. So it starts at the end of February and goes on to the beginning of May. Um, and then you'll have your few stragglers, you know, throughout the, the May. Uh, and then it kind of cuts out through the summertime and then picks up again uh, towards the end of September and goes through November. And then you have your holiday parties and corporate events and things like that. Um, and then January, usually we're pretty dead in January, but as of late, um, over the last few years, not, not 
just because of COVID, but out over the last few years, we have been having uh, an influx of weddings in January. So it's almost like it's it's changing just a smidge and moving into the January time. So, um, so a lot of people want to get married like either on New Year's Day or right after or New Year's Eve. So we have those and, you know, and it also really depends on the date. The date is a really big thing. So if you're planning on getting married on two, 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 uh, you better get your vendors right now because I assure you it's going to be gone. <laughs> right, exactly. So. And I remember like the big, the biggest one of of that uh, that was pretty recent. Well, not pretty recent. It just feels like it was yesterday though. Was twelve, twelve, twelve. Everyone yes, was talking about was twelve, twelve, twelve. One. Yeah, and then 11, uh, 11, 11, 12, yep. 12, 12, 2, 2, 2, 2. Yeah, yep. all of that. My husband and I got married on a straight six, seven, eight. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so what would you say to the person who doesn't currently have a blog, but it needs to be starting one for their for their wedding business? What's the first thing you would say to them? I would tell them basically like that is a crucial part of their business. They they I mean your your website and your business is like I don't even know how to explain it it's it's your baby Mm -hmm. your biggest a lot of what you do in my industry anyway and I know it's not in just my industry is educating yes like it's all about educating the client and if you anybody can throw up a website Mm -hmm. I can I can go and throw up a website right now within what 10 minutes or less doesn't mean it's going to do anything right and so you know so you kind of have to have the blog and not only that but blogging helps with your seo Mm -hmm. so when people are doing searches for you and stuff like that that really helps with your seo um helps to be found and when when you give out free information and you're you're educating people will remember you and they're like oh you know, I think that, I think I saw this on this one website. Let me see if I can refine it. And then they're going to look it up. They're going to try and find that article, you know, or that blog, they're going to find you. And because you gave them that information they're they feel more connected to you as a business. Yes, absolutely. And as an individual. And one of the things that I always say is, you know, if you, if you have something in your blog, that is something no one else is saying, that's a great opportunity to get in local media. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure one of the things you could do is take your summer survival guide and send it to the press. Tell them, hey, you know, if you need someone to talk about how how to survive a wedding in Tampa in the summer, I'm your girl yeah. and I can prove it because I just wrote about it. So right, exactly. So save that for next summer and then tell everybody. <laughs> um, so it's actually lo- it's actually listed right on our website. So all of the stuff that we do um, with the blogs or with uh, if we have any awards or if we're going to a bridal show or whatever it is that we do, we do have a little announcements area on our website, which is very important to have. And so um, people, I mean, some people, uh, as far as like business owners or businesses, they might not think that people want to know about you, but they really do. Mm-hmm. People want to know what you're doing. Um, you know, we just recently um, uh, partnered up with a company that actually will come and get floral 
uh, florals right after the event because we wanted to be more of a sustainable company. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, something like that needs to be posted, you know, saying, hey, we just, you know, we just partnered with this company that, you know, so that you could feel good that your flowers are not going to be thrown away, you know, that they will be taken and made into new flower arrangements and given to people on your behalf, like people in hospice or the cancer hospitals or somebody, the places that people need hope the most. And these, these are actually brand new flower arrangements made out of your wedding flowers that are being taken to these people to, to be repurposed. And then turning around about a week later, going and grabbing them and then, you know, turning them into compost. So that's how we're trying to make a difference. People want to know know you were doing that. That's awesome. Yes. (laughs) Seriously, that's such a brilliant idea. And it's such, it's such a simple idea that Mm -hmm. is so profound. And I I didn't know you were doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. So we are, we partnered with uh, Petals for Hope. And so basically they come in right after the, right after the wedding, Um, they take the flowers in, they rehydrate them, they get them prepared for the next day. Then they have a team come in, they rebuild, you know, brand new centerpieces or not even centerpieces, but brand new flower arrangements. And they take them out to the hospitals, children hospitals, cancer research or cancer hospitals, hospice patients, you know, hospice is near and dear to my heart. They took really good care of my grandfather. Uh, So that's really important to me. Um, So, you know, it's just one of those things that I feel like we have to do our part. The community is so good to us. And you know, we have to give back in, in other ways. And we also have internship programs. So we have partnered with the uh, uh, St. Pete College, so SPC. So we've in, uh, we have a lot of times their professor, uh, Professor Gilmore will contact us and say, hey, do you have any internship, you know, uh, vacancies? And I'll be like, send them my way or I'll get in touch with him and I'll say, hey, I need an intern for such and such a date, you know, to uh to do like photos or something like that and so then these so we're just kind of trying to give back to the community and that's incredibly important so posting this kind of stuff on your website blogging about it telling people what you're doing it really gives a connection to the the client or to the potential client um and yourself and your business Absolutely. I mean, it, it's such a great way to, to, I mean, one of the big things that they always tout about in um, marketing and online, uh, online business is they say you need to build your no like, and trust factor. And yes. to me, having a blog or a podcast or, or something that you own that, that you can share with your audience, that's like the, the high speed train to that, to that audience, right. to, to showing them, I know what I'm doing. I know what I've done this is what I can do for you. And Mm -hmm. I just, I I think that it's silly that anybody who's like, well, I don't have time to blog. Well then hire someone to do it for you. Or I don't have time. Absolutely. And I mean, the other thing is right now, the big thing that I've just recently like had come onto my radar about 2019 is when it came onto my radar is PLR. Are you familiar with this? I, I'm not familiar with the, with the acronym, so you can kind of give me what it actually is. Okay. PLR stands for private label rights. And basically it's white, white label content that, um, you can purchase from someone else who has Mm -hmm. written it and they sell it to multiple businesses. I mean, I'm just going to say flat out, they, it's not unique content, but, um, so they'll sell like a $5 article on weddings to 500 wedding vendors. And that's a great starting point. You can take that little Mm -hmm. piece of 500 
of words and then make it your own, add your own SEO. So you could add your Tampa wedding vendor or Tampa event planner or Tampa, you know, whatever. And you can add your own SEO, your own images, your own story. And then now you have this $5 piece that was so simple to just make your own. And so I'm I'm becoming a little bit obsessed with PR or PLR. I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm actually, um, I've written several pieces that I'm thinking about selling to wedding vendors. That was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. It's, um, I, uh, I created like 20 articles all about like getting married in Tampa. And so I was like, man, why not use this as a starting point, you know? And, uh, cause that way, you know, cause I understand business owners, they're busy. They have a lot to do. And, and who wants to sit there taking all that time? <laughs> exactly. I can honestly tell you it is, it is, it is time consuming, even, even if you're using, you know, another person to, to write them because you ultimately that person who's writing it. Yeah. They might be able to do the research and stuff, but you're the one with the um, you're the one with the education or you're the one with the experience. So, you know, like with me, I've been in the wedding industry. Or I should, I should say wedding industry. I have been in the event industry since 1995. My very first event was um, a woman's fashion show for five, seven, nine. Okay. And I did that at the, um, at the Santa Rosa mall up in the Panhandle up in Fort Walton. And I can honestly tell you my very, that was my very first event I've ever done. And I was scared to death, <laughs> but over the years, you know, um, I, I, I did the fashion show and then I did weddings and then I did, uh, obviously birthday parties and, you know, themed events and corporate events and, you know, you name it, it was going down the line. And then in 1997, you know, started, uh, started looking, uh, well, that's when my son was born and I started looking into other business adventures. And then we started, um, uh, and then later on, we started a bartending services, um, probably one of, probably one of the first in the state of Florida, you know, I mean, I'm not sure if I was the original, which probably not because, you know, they're everywhere, but, you know, I know that there was not any in the area that I was in, right? Because looking for, you know, doing your research uh, in the area I was in, there was no such service. And so, um, so anyway, so we started that and then we got more into, you know, that still had event planning in it. Yes. <laughs> so, there, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what, what part of it you go to, there's still event planning, no matter what you're doing. And so, but, you know, so I have lots and lots of experience and that's where I came up with the wedding survival guide, the summertime, the Florida summer wedding survival guide is because of the fact that over all these years and knowing that COVID had a domino effect on the wedding industry, knowing that we had record uh, record weddings and events because it wasn't just weddings. We don't do just weddings. We do corporate events. Uh, we do birthdays, you know, milestone birthdays. We do so many things. If it is an event, we do it. And since I am the designer, um, you know, you know, I design a lot of these events and there are a lot of themes. And so there's a lot of moving parts to them. And so putting it all together. So this summer we did record events and weddings and bartending gigs and we did just, you name it. I mean, we did, we started with three in July and we ended with 11 weddings, a birthday party and four bartending gigs just in the month of July. And normally July, we might have one event, if that, 
And that's usually when we go on vacation. Mm -hmm. So I figured um, I had written, I got the, um, I sent out the blog just before the actual summer because I knew it was going to happen and it did. And we just really wanted people to really be educated as to what to expect by having their wedding in the summer, such as the rain. You must have a weather backup. If you don't have a weather backup, it's a possibility you're going to get rained out. Everybody knows that. Well, not everybody knows, but all the Floridians know that summertime is rainy season. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. It's going to rain. We had one year. I don't know if you were still living in Tampa during that year. Uh, one year, the whole entire 31 days of July, it rained every day nonstop. Yeah. It yeah I, I actually just moved up here this year. <laughs> yeah. So you, so you went through that and I mean, yeah. I was on the Island and I was telling my husband, I'm like, Oh my gosh, if it doesn't stop raining, we're all going to be flooded out on the Island. Yeah, <laughs> You know, it didn't stop. Now that's not a normal summer. It rains. It usually does its afternoon showers and it's usually like, okay, I'm done. You know? Yeah. And so we just recently had um, a vow renewal and it was pouring out. It was so gloomy out. It didn't look like it was ever going to stop. Yeah. And I immediately texted the, um, um, not the groom, but the, the son, because he, they, it was the kids that, that decided to do this surprise 25 year vow renewal for their parents. Aww. It was so super cute. Oh yeah. That was not a dry eye in town, not a dry eye in sight, but it was gloomy. It didn't look like it was promising to be a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. And so I texted him immediately. I was like, Hey, don't panic. It's going to be okay. I've been watching the weather. It's only 15% right about that time. Just let the rain do its thing and just trust me. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so he's like, how did you know I was in a pit? I was like, I, I, you know, so you You're know, like, that's why I'm the expert. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, it was a beautiful day. The parents were completely and utterly surprised and he was like, wow. He goes, you were not kidding. He goes, I, he goes, it didn't look like it was going to stop. I was like, yeah, it was like, you know, it's Florida, it's bipolar weather. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's like, uh, you, you've probably seen that photo that keeps going around on Facebook every summer of the person looking in their rear view mirror yes. and in the front of them, it's sunny, but behind them, it's like gray skies. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And that oh. is typical Florida for you. Absolutely. Remember, I'm a native Floridian and I remember growing up and I remember being in St. Cloud because that's where I grew up is in St. Cloud, Florida and um, go Bulldogs. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> just had to throw that out there. Understood. Um, so anywho, um, I remember my sister and I, it was raining on half the street. And it was not raining on the other half of the street. It was actually yep. sunshiny on the one half of the street. And it was gloomy, shadowy, and raining, like storming on the other half. So my sister and I, we would jump into the, the stormy side. We were like, we're in the rain. And we'd jump out. And we're out of the rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's too yeah. funny. Well, one of the things that struck me about what you were talking about as you were discussing your experience is, you know, you, you mentioned that in, in your first one, you were scared, you were terrified, you didn't know what you were doing, but over the years, you've honed your craft, you've adapted, yes. you've learned what needed to be done. And that's what did make you the expert. And one of the things you also said was that, um, you know, when you hire someone else, they can't exactly speak like you do. 
And right. to that, I, I, one of the things that I've been noticing that some ghostwriters are doing is they're having their clients just do like a podcast. They're, they're having them like record something um, in their words, in their voice. It takes them five minutes to just spiel off everything they want to say. Then they go yeah. and they take that transcript of their words and turn it into a blog post. What do you think about that? I think it's fabulous. So, I mean, I couldn't, like, it's hard for me to write. Yes. But it's not hard for me to talk. Yes. And I know as stupid as that sounds, I know I'm not the only one out there. Oh, it doesn't sound stupid at all. Not stupid at all. Because, you know, and, and it's just kind of like, okay, like people always say, well, you can talk about it. I was like, yeah, I could talk about it all day long. But you get me on to, to sit down with a sheet of paper now designing on a sheet of paper, I can design all day, Yeah, but I still get designer block. Yeah. Okay. But you get me to have to write down stuff to like, write, write an article or something like that. I mean, I have to do it in pieces Yeah. because like something will come up to my brain. I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to write this down. And I write, and I jot it down. Yep. And then just to try to, you know, and I do have help to bring it all together. So what I'll do is I, I jot down all the, all the main points. I jot down my experience, you know, what I want, what, what it is that I'm trying to get out, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to, to everybody, you know, I want, I want to, I want to get all of this information out in such a way, but sometimes I just don't have the words to, to, to get it out there on paper. I totally so get what that. I, yes. So what I like to do is I, I actually um, put it in little blocks and then I will send it out to a writer to say, this is, this is what I want. And we have to review it several times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, no, that is absolutely not correct. <laughs> you know, it's like that is because they'll throw something in there. And I'm like, no, that cannot be in there. That is absolutely wrong. Not at all. You know, that's not, not the message that I'm looking for. Yeah. So, but, you know, and, and they're good, you know, they don't, it's, you know, you're, you have to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can't just sit there and say, okay, well, it's good as is, well, then it's not you doing it. Right. And it's not your voice. It's not your business's message. Correct. Exactly. And so it is, so it, you know, it is still time consuming, but at the same time, you're getting the message out and you're allowing somebody who is better at writing than you are to mm-hmm. craft up this message that you're trying to give. So all of the main points are all you, everything is you. It's just, they're putting it in terms and getting the SEO in, 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 in its place all, all at the same time. Absolutely. And so, yeah. And so you're, t- and what, what a lot of people don't seem to realize is the return on investment that, you know, mm-hmm. what's the first thing someone's going to do whenever they hear about your business, they're going to go to your website. They're going to look around on it and they're going to see Mm -hmm. what you've done. So if Mm -hmm. you send them to a website that you created on Wix in five minutes, like you mentioned, how are they going to know that you know what you're doing? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's the other thing too, is like, you know, people, uh, we get that, uh, well, not we, I mean, I get that all the time. It's like, you know, I look at somebody's website and I'm like, okay, there's not much to it. And so you're looking at them going, you should probably look into having somebody, you know, redo your website or something because it's there, there's just not a wow factor to, to bring somebody to say, oh yes, I must see what is it that's on this website that I have to see. We try to do something so different and unique on our website. Um, you know, like we, like I named all of our arches. 
<laughs> I love that. That's so sweet. My husband thought I was absolutely ridiculous. He goes, why do these have names? Because, like, because a bride or a girl that's hiring you wants to see that. They want the frilly. They yeah. want the fun. And I told him, I was like, well, I explained it to him, you know, and he's super cute. I mean, he, he loves it now because he even understands it. He's like, it truly builds character to those arches. Absolutely. Okay? So if I say, oh, you know, look at Luna with her tropical self going on, you know, and now everybody wants to see Luna. Everybody love loves it. Luna. Luna is like the Luna is literally the star of the show. Luna, Luna is living is, her life. <laughs> she is living her best life. She really is. She is a hot mama. That's for sure. So she is our beast of an art. She is nine and a half feet tall by nine and a half feet wide. She's huge. She's ginormous. And we love catering to the tall people. So, it. you know, it is far too often that those arches are only six and a half feet tall. And well, what happens to a guy who's six foot four? He hits his head when he's trying to get married. <laughs> those flowers are literally probably tickling his hair bubbles. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, you know, <laughs> or maybe the, maybe the photographer takes a shot at a, a different angle and he looks taller than the arch. Right. Or, or like he's growing the hair or the, the flower out of his hair. Um, it, you know, it's funny you mentioned that you, uh, that you name your arches because, you know, in my past days, in my past life, if you will, I was a wedding photographer and I named my packages what I thought was a cute name. I was like, okay, you have your paparazzi package. You have your red carpet package. Like it was all about it. like celebrity stuff. <laughs> right, and so, exactly. but, it, but it made a point. It made the point that I'm going to make you feel like a star on your wedding day exactly so so yeah I say hell yeah get all the names get friendly we have some all-inclusive names because I was trying to come up with something original something different and everybody in my industry they always have the diamond patch package or the emerald or the ruby or blush or you know something of those natures well, you know sorry <laughs> or the peony package you know or whatever so I decided for our all-inclusive packages that we were going to name them after songs. Okay. So we have just the two of us. Aww. <laughs> That's our elopement package. Okay. And then we have um, the Sea of Love. So that's an all-inclusive that's literally just the ceremony and it's got the guests and stuff like that. And then we have your All That I Need. Okay, I'm going to give you one more. And that's that going to be the all-inclusive with the ceremony, the cocktail hour, and the reception. So it is legit all that they need. I and love so, it. Yeah, so that's kind of where we come up. With I'm going to give you one more. You got to have an all night long. So oh, you can yeah. do your New Year's weddings ones. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's awesome. <laughs> and so, yeah, so we try to be, we try to be crafty and original, you know, something different to kind of separate us from our competition. So, but with that also being said, just know that we are firmly, uh, our culture here is that we are community over competition. So we do work with other planners um, and, you know, uh, other private chefs and other bartending services and all that we've got hospitality services and other uh, officiants so we just feel like if because we're all in this together we just feel if we all work together everybody wins the client wins the best but I really wish wins. more businesses felt that way because like one of the big things that happens with me as a ghostwriter is I've been told so many times don't you dare be friends with other ghostwriters why and I'm like, 
thank you. I've gotten my best referrals from friends that are ghostwriters who yes. didn't have time to do any more work. One of my exactly. biggest clients, one of my longest standing clients actually came from a friend who didn't have time to yeah. write for this person that came to her. She's like, Hey, yeah. do you have any availability? Uh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we love working with other event planners because like, I can't tell you how many event planners that I've worked with that, like, if I'm busy, you know, um, or maybe that date, I just really couldn't, I couldn't do it. You know, then I know that I can send that person to a, a good planner that somebody who I know who I trust who's going to take care of that person you know and I don't ask for kickbacks I don't ask for anything from them I just say hey I've got a referral for you this is the person's information and I give the person's information I give the person the the lead I give them the planner's information as well and I try and sometimes if I have enough time or if I or if I I'm able to I will actually even do an introductory email. Mm. So where I'm introducing the lead um the or the potential client to the 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 planner. And so and I feel like it's extremely important because to build these relationships, you know, and I get I get that all the time going, yeah, but that's your competition. I was like not really, because, you know, they do the same thing to me. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, you know, one of those give and takes, you know, it's like, okay, well, you know, I know, why don't you go ahead and get in touch with this planner? Because I know that for a fact that they'll take care of you, Yeah, you know, and it's important. And I've got, I've got a private chef who uses our bartending services and he uses our, our uh, staffing services all the time. He's out of Tampa. He's amazing. We love working with him. He's been with us for probably about three years now. And so he knows he can depend on me. He knows that I, if he calls me up and says, Hey, I need a bartender and serve for such and such date. He knows I'm going to get it for him. I think there was probably like one time I, I, you know, that I, I absolutely had no one, you know, um, but it was legit, like maybe a day or two that I've noticed, but, um, but for the most part, you know, we're able to take care of that. And we have private chef services too, but you know what? We're, when we're there to, to support him, we're there under his name. And all the people who work for me know that when you are working under him, when, you know, then you do not mention anything about Epic Events by Booth. We are, we are you know, uh, that person, uh, we are under their, their, their company at that point in time. And so even though I'm paying them, so right. that's just kind of like a way that we kind of work together. You know, we're not there to coach anybody's clients. That's the one thing that I wish that some, some people, uh, you know, that especially like when you go in and you train these people and stuff like that, and then they go, they decide, oh, I'm going to go off and start my own business. And the next thing you know, they're, they're trying to poach your clients and that's right. a big no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and it always comes, far. it always comes back around it. They always, it they always get theirs in the end. <laughs> yes. And you know, it's, it's just, Oh goodness. Sorry. It's uh, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I always encourage people to do, to be their best self, you know, definitely you want to go try it out, go for it, be successful. I encourage you. I'll be there to support you, you know, but be classy, <laughs> you know, <What's> that? <laughs> don't, don't be, don't try to go poaching people's uh, people's clients and stuff like that. And so it just doesn't work out for, for you. It, you won't last very long in the industry. And so it's a very tight niched industry. People, people find out quickly. Yeah, and people know who to trust and who not to trust very quickly as well. Yeah. yeah that's that's very true. Yeah. But 
but we do stand strong with our community over competition. Um, you know, that is our culture. Everybody that works with us knows that is the culture. They know that when we're working an event, we all work for one company, no matter how many, how many vendors that we have, we're all working for one company and that is the client. That's the company. I love <laughs> so. that. That is so beautiful. Well, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had? So no, I think I'm, I think I'm good. Uh, I think we pretty much covered so much stuff. Um, yeah. you know, definitely the, as far as like the blogs, I couldn't, I could not support that, you know, enough. I, you know, I strongly feel that that is extremely important. Uh, any SEO company is going to tell you that it's extremely important. So I know. And then they're going to give you their package. <laughs> and then they, yeah. Well, I know not all SEO companies have the writers though, True. not all of them. So, but they will preach to you that, you know, that you should be blogging. Um, it is extremely uh, important. And if you start making it a, a habit, you know, I know I'm trying to be a little bit more on my website. You know, um, I've been kind of well, last month, there's no way that I could have. That's why I wanted to get that one out for sure, really right. quickly, because I knew my summer was going to be really busy. But, you know, now I'm working on another one. And so, well, ideally- hey, I mean, you might want to take my idea and film yourself saying some stuff about the industry and what you think, because I'm a huge fan of repurposing content. I'm obsessed with repurposing content. So yeah. I have been known to, I will do, um, you know, a full video about something and then I will take that video and I'll turn it into a blog. I turn it into a podcast. I turn it into a Twitter. I turned it into, you know, all these things, because mm-hmm. as long as we get the message out there and it's getting to the right people repurpose baby yes absolutely so well i appreciate you so much having me on your blog i appreciate you being here too and i can't wait to tell everybody about this um tell me where people can find you on the internet they can find me on www.epiceventsbybooth.com and you can also find me on facebook and instagram so epiceventsbybooth.com All righty. Well, I appreciate your time. And, um, okay. And I also have to ask you one thing that I've been asking a lot of my guests. Will you be my bloggy friend? I'd love to be your bloggy friend. Thank you so much. (laughs) I appreciate it.